Cool. Welcome, everybody. Uh, this is BC. This is another episode of my podcast. Uh, today, I'm interviewing Jose. He's a part of Modern Success and has been for a while. Um, every couple episodes now, I'm going to be interviewing people just so they can share their story. Um, you can start following some new people and uh, learn from them. That way, you don't just hear me talk all the time because I know I think I've done every single podcast except for maybe like three where I've had guests come on. So I just hit up Jose today and decided to uh, get him on. As always, this uh, podcast is sponsored by my real estate team. If you need anything real estate, go to teambcsold.com. If you guys are in real estate and you want to partner with myself and my team, go to partnerwithteambc.com. And lastly, if you want to know more about Modern Success, uh, we'll talk maybe a little bit here at the end of the interview, but you can also go to my website, briancasella.com, or you can go to the link in my bio on Instagram. So. Jose, I'll give it to you for a second right now, bro. You can introduce yourself. Uh, welcome to the show and let everybody know a little bit about you and where you're from and do it like in a minute or two. Awesome, brother. So it's Jose Rodriguez. First of all, thanks for having me here. It's a pleasure to be on the show. And I'm from New York. I kind of hear an echo a little bit in the background. Yeah, so perfect. So yeah, I'm from New York, Keller Williams real estate agent, been an agent now for almost two years, about a year and 10 months. And last year I've done 16 to 17 transactions. I've been in modern success now for even a little bit before I got my real estate license. So yeah, I'm also a real estate investor as well. I own 13 units at the moment. I invest with my brothers and I've learned a lot from modern success in terms of sales and everything else, communication mindset. So here I am. Cool, man. So uh, I know you're young, bro. You're, you're 21 now, right? Yes. So talk with the people a little bit about, you know, starting out and, you know, you did 16, 17 transactions last year. What's allowed you, because for most people, age is a huge barrier for them mentally more than anything. What's allowed you to see past your age and really just get out there and start making shit happen? Because that amount of transactions this early on in your career isn't normal. And you're definitely probably in the top 15, 20% of new people for sure with that amount. So walk them through maybe some things that helped you or what you're doing exactly to allow you to have success and keep growing in spite of your age. Yeah, of course. So most of the things that I would say and I would notice would be leveling up my communication and taking massive action. Like, uh, there's a, there's still an echo. I just wanted to let you know, but I would say that, yeah, leveling, leveling up my communication, leveling up my mindset and taking massive action and not being afraid of taking risk in terms of investing my money into being more educated and educating myself on the topic of sales and going, you know, just pretty much doing what I say I'm going to do. So when it comes to real estate, I think most of the times, like I've, I've met people that still to this day, when I first started off with them, they were scared to make the cold call just because they had that initial feeling of nervousness, anxiety, whatever it was. And I noticed very quickly, like, you know, that's what's keeping most of the people from having that success in business. So what I did without barely knowing anything was I made my first cold call to an expired. First few calls were, you know, terrible, obviously, because I had to grow into that. 
uh, sales thing. This is my first sales job ever. So being able to accumulate the knowledge that I was learning from modern success and just anything else that I would grab my, grab my attention in terms of communication and just pretty much putting in the work, like even that alone through the work that I put in, I noticed that the experiences that I was gaining and all the knowledge, I was continuously compiling those experiences and all those knowledges and I was going and growing my business. And as a salesperson, I was evolving as a human being. So people started to notice that my clients started to feel a little bit more comfortable because I was getting more deals. And at the end of the day, I mean, everything that I was learning, I was applying. So I was, I would just say that most of the people, they don't do so well in the very beginning or in the, in the first few years, because they're scared to take a jump in terms of, you know, investing that money, investing that time into learning more and just taking action. So that was one of the main things that I noticed that helped my success in real estate for sure. All right, give me a second. I uh, hooked up some headphones. Hopefully this helps. Sure. Um, cool. Um, Good. Do you still hear the echo now or no? No, I don't hear it at all. You sure? Yeah, I don't hear it at all. A little bit. It was a little yeah, bit still, low. Still coming out of my speakers, man. I don't. I don't know what's going on. How about now? Uh, hello. A little bit. Is it? Is it my room? Do you want me to relocate to maybe the kitchen? Weird. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what it is, man. Give me a second. Yep. Man. There. Okay, cool. There we go. Got it. Okay, perfect. Cool. Now good. Yep. Now I have it here coming through the headphones, so we should be good now. Perfect. Awesome. Okay. So, want me to recap? No, no, no. I heard you, bro. So, um, you know. It, it's pretty cool to, to see kind of what you've done, man, because, you know, I get so many messages from people and, you know, a lot of the questions that I see on YouTube and all of the feedback that I'm getting from most people, um, it, it always goes against kind of what you said about just taking action and, and, and just making it happen. Right. So, you know, moving forward, a lot of people will start to trip up when they have a little bit of success. So they'll, maybe struggle for a month or two, then they'll hit one or two sales. And then all of a sudden they feel like they, they know everything. So the second question I want to ask you is as you started seeing that success, you know, what allowed you to keep it in second and third gear and keep going versus a lot of people, they start tasting a little bit of success. They get that first check, that second check, that third check, then they kind of take their foot off the gas. And now it becomes this, I lose the momentum and I have to build it again. What kept yeah. you, you know, with your, with your nose to the grindstone and the train moving forward, instead of taking your foot off the gas, like most people do. That's a great question, brother. So it's funny that you, that you mentioned this question because I, I was busting my ass getting listings or whatever, but I didn't get my first listing until I was six months into business. 
you know? Uh, so what ended up happening was once I got my first listing, I, I immediately got three more listings the next week. So I had like four listings out of nowhere. And all of that time, I guess it just compiled. I guess maybe it was a test. It was testing my patience for the success to come. And then once I got that, I was like, wow, well, uh, it's, you know, I, I close, I ended up closing on them and I was like, wow, I'm, I'm getting more money than I originally thought I was going to, I was going to get in, in, in such a, such a fast pace. So then I was like, you know what? Uh, I, I also, one of the things that helped me out a lot too was hanging around the groups that I was in, like Ronnie, Craig, all the people that are in the model success group, uh, just maintaining that relationship, going to networking events and seeing what other people are doing. Cause I noticed that, yeah, I got, I'm getting listings, I'm getting that momentum, but that still doesn't compare to what I really want to do in life. I mean, if you set a goal, let's say you want to make 200,000 your first year and you get four, five listings and you close, you got to remember that your goal is still stands. It's not about the first few checks that you get. It's about hitting that number. So no matter what that is, you, you could be excited about it. Of course, maybe celebrate it. But at the end of the day, you still have a job to complete. You know, it's not like it's not like you hit, you know, a, a couple of shots. Like, let's say, for example, we're playing basketball, you hit a couple of shots and then you think that you're the man. You got to you got to finish the game and you got to win. So for me, it was more about just focusing on the goal and keeping my head up and understanding that things things may not really last if, if I just live in the result. I got to live in the journey. And that's something that we actually went over with Vince when we were in California and I was like, wow, that makes so much sense. You know, so it's, I think it's about just living in the journey and keep upgrading your goals as you're hitting them, because that's one of the main things that helped has helped me not become distracted from anything that, you know, may come like, Oh, okay. Now I got, I got a couple, I got some more money than I originally had. Maybe I could go spend it over here. Maybe I could go do this. I just instead rather, I mean, look, I, I just moved into my rental apartment. I don't have any furniture or anything like that. But I, the reason why is because I've been so busy just spending money into my education and learning how to get to that next level. That's, I guess, it's something that I've inherited based on the environment that I've been at with the mentality and the mindset, just keep growing. And that's one of the main things I say. So to, just, to, uh, just to make that shorter, just hang around the right people and just keep your mind on those goals that you set. Very cool, man. And I was actually about to bring up the, uh, the new place that you moved into, but you already did, man. That's awesome. I remember, uh, you know, moving into my first place back in the day and that's big. So, you know, at your age and to be again in this business for such little time and to be making these leaps and bounds, um, it's cool. And that's one of the reasons I wanted to feature you, dude. So talk a little bit about, you know, if you could choose, one or two particular skill sets that you believe carried you and continue to carry you with the success um, because that's the juicy stuff that people want to hear. You know, is it just the scripts? Is, is it this? Is it that? Like what's the one or two things that are the secret sauce to, you know, you having the success that you're having? Okay. So um, I, I heard a little bit of it because it, for whatever reason it cut off a little bit, but you said one of the main things that, has allowed me to gain the success, like two or three things. Is that what you said? The skills, the skills. What are the one or two skills that you attribute a lot of your success to? Okay, so skills. I mean, I would say sales for sure. Sales skills and I mean, honestly, dude, it's like I've been talking about it since we started the podcast, man. It's about communication. <laughs> yeah. Like. That's what it all triggers down to, bro. Cause like the thing is 
many people don't realize, but it's not just about improving the communication with your clients or with other people, but it's about improving the communication within yourself. Like I've noticed that whenever I've changed some words around or not, not communicate the same way around my environment, around the people that I'm with, it's like now I'm, I'm, I'm creating everything that's around me based on the words that I'm saying. So it's like, if I'm not, everybody's saying I'm muted. I don't know why, but if, if I'm not constantly communicating with myself in a positive way and I'm over here telling myself, Hey, you're never going to do this. You're not going to amount to anything. You shouldn't call that person. They're going to curse you out. Even that internal communication with myself has a huge effect moving forward when I'm going and, and just speaking with other people, because now I'm entering a room, communicating with myself positively, my self image is a lot different. And I'm over here just talking to people like, Hey, this is who I am. And I'm portraying a different personality just based off of the communication with myself. Now let's talk about the communication with other people, like everything that we've learned in terms of like different personalities, how certain people want to be communicated with just that alone has helped me dramatically become the person that they want to work with because they feel a lot more comfortable around. Me. You know, even though I'm 21, it doesn't even matter about the age group. If you have somebody that's communicating with them in a way where it sounds very PC, very choppy. And it's just like, they're reading off of a book or some shit or like, they're trying to be like very, very quote unquote professional is how most people would define it. I would notice that they wouldn't want, really want to work with that person because they're not being personable. They're not being authentic, you know, and that's one of the things that understanding communication will help you. You know, it's, it's not about, it's not about just learning the scripts or whatever. It's about delivering it properly and obviously communicating with the person, how they want to be communicated with. So I would say communication was one of the biggest skills that, that has changed my life and my career dramatically. So that's, that's the secret sauce, bro. <laughs> so where's the disconnect, bro? Because I've been preaching it for a long time. I bought into it. You've obviously figured it out and bought into it. Then why is it that 99.9% .9 of people still do not focus on that and they run to other places? Well, because it takes time, man. It takes time to develop your communication, right? It's not something that that it's just going to come to you magically out of a dream. And you're like, Oh, I know how to talk to people now. You know, you constantly have to craft that work. And even if you stay like, let's say for example, all night studying about the proper language and the proper things. Now you have to put it into work and take action. So things like door knocking, for example, things like cold calling, that's a great way to practice all the communication tactics that you're learning. So being able to put yourself in these environments, you know, one of the main things that I think that, that, that is the disconnect is that people don't want to put themselves in the environment where they have to communicate because maybe they're scared of approaching that stranger because of some prior conditioning. That could be a reason, or it's just that they just don't want to take the risk of, of putting themselves in that interaction. I mean, other than that, I can't really see why anybody else, they, they, I guess they're just looking for the easy way out, right? The lottery ticket. I mean, that's what I would say. Yeah. That has a lot to do with it. Like on Instagram, everyone's complaining and I share this zoom link every week. And instead of getting on zoom, like I tell people to, they stay on Instagram and then they complain about the audio and this and that. It's like, dude, all you got to do is click one time, get the zoom link and save it. And every week we're on the same zoom. 
every yeah. single week. And it's still me, you, and two or three other people every week. And you saw we had, what, 60 or 70 people live on Instagram? Yeah. And it, it's just the same thing over and over. So it, it's just people want to take the easy route. And, and it's crazy because you see people like you, you know, myself and other people who have been putting stuff out for so many years and they're watching the growth, you know, and I know people are watching you too, dude, because you've been doing stuff on social media for a while now. And I sit there and even in some of my videos, I have to tell people like, how many fucking success stories do you need to see and hear before you'll finally wake the fuck up and actually even buy into this stuff like a little bit where you're like, okay, fuck it. I'm going to try it. I'm going to do something. And it, it seems like it's going to be fucking 2050 and someone's going to be like buying their first cane because they can't walk anymore. And they're going to be like, okay, fuck it. I might as well learn this stuff. You know, it, it's crazy because the more we get away from human to human interaction, the more important it's becoming, you know, and you look at people nowadays, they have shitty posture because they're always on their phone like that. And like, uh, I just don't get it, man. So obviously you're doing big things, man. You're doing really well. What, what does the next year, 12, 18 months for you look like? What are some of the challenges you're running into right now? And what can we expect to see from you in the next 12 to 18 months? Wow. So it's funny you asked that because I was looking at my last year to start it off with that. And I had my vision board and first it was to move into my own place, which I did the very last day. I was like, wow, holy shit, look at that. So the, the other thing was acquire, I had acquired eight units uh, for a rental property and I acquired 13. So I was like, wow, dude, I, I didn't, I, and it came so unexpectedly. Like it was just out of nowhere, not out of nowhere. I, I obviously put in the work, but that just tells you right there that you're communicating something by taking that action. So the next 12 to 18 months, I would say I, I would officially have my team started in terms of real estate, my real estate portfolio in terms of units. I would like to take it up to 24, 24 units and just being able to give more as a human being. Yeah. I noticed that the power of giving is just something that I haven't been doing enough in terms of last year. So other than just giving my services and stuff like that and providing good services for my clients, but just being more generous to the people around me, my family members, uh, as I gain more traction in this business and earn more money, just giving back and just seeing what, what, what I, how I could contribute to the people that have helped me grow. So that's one of the main things that I'm looking forward to in this year now that I'm able to be a little bit more financial state, uh, financially stable. So yeah, I mean, other than that, I mean, things are just going to start coming my way in terms of like the team I'm planning to have a buyer agent, uh, an assistant. And then that's for right now, that's probably what I can see right now moving forward in, in the next 12 months. Dope, man. And what people don't realize too is, you know, when you start hiring people, you mentioned earlier something important about giving. Now you're giving opportunities to other people to not only be employed, but to grow with you. So not only are they contributing to what you're doing, but you're contributing to them and their growth. And that's key because, you know, the last couple of years, a big part of what I do has been to give and give and give and give. And as you start hitting more of the, I don't know what we call it, the, like the pinnacle of, you know, personal development, you want to do that. You want to start giving back. And it doesn't necessarily just have to be money. Because once you start making more money, you realize it's not that important. It's not that big of a deal. So the more I look at like my last year, it's the same thing. I've brought in a lot more people and I've put other people in good positions to grow. And that's been part of my giving too. 
because the more you help other people win, the more you're going to win yourself. And that's really the, the cool part, man. So, um, you know, we'll wrap it up here because I keep these episodes, you know, like 25, 30 minutes. Um, you know, what's the best way, dude, for somebody to find you? I know you have your YouTube channel, you have your Instagram. Uh, is there a particular place you want to send people to? Or if you want to shout out all your handles, you're, you're more than welcome to. Yeah, I mean, the, the handle that I use mostly right now is Real Estate Jose. That's the Instagram handle that I use. You can find all my stuff there. Real Estate Jose is pretty simple. Cool. Yeah, I know you got a YouTube channel as well. You're on Facebook. Uh, so any, any final words of wisdom from, you know, your new apartment at the end of this episode, wrapping up the first series of the BC interviews? Yeah, I, I mean, I would say, honestly, this is, the, this is the best piece of advice that I can give anybody whether you're young or whatever it is, well, first of all, your age, it has nothing to do with what you can, what you can do uh, in, in your life. So even if you're 18, 19, 20, it doesn't matter as long as you stick to the craft and you work because people would actually acknowledge that and say, hey, I'm hiring you because you're young, you're putting in the work. Like I get that shit so many times. So I would say definitely stick to the work and don't, don't allow your, your ears to just hear everything that everybody's saying, because as you know, there's only like 10, five, maybe even less than that percentage of real estate agents that are doing well. So if you're going around just absorbing everything that everybody's saying, then you're going to put yourself in these situations where now you're going to be having these certain limiting beliefs. Like I remember I had one of one of the girls tell me where I used to, uh, my broker, like, Hey, you have to at least have 15 years of experience before you start getting a lot of listings. <laughs> what? So, you know, you start hearing ridiculous things and don't pay attention to that. Get around good, good group of people that are actually going to empower you. Like, you know, modern success or whatever, whatever group, it doesn't even have to be that whatever group that you can get around even locally, just get around the right people that are going to speak positively and, and empower you to do better in business. And that's pretty much it, man. Like, you know, just do the work. And even though it feels sometimes like there may be some resistance or some hesitation when you know that you have to do a certain thing, that action in itself is what's going to allow you to grow. So whenever you feel that, understand that that's a sign that that's exactly what you should be doing at that moment and take action. Those are my last words. And thanks for having me on the show, brother. Dope, man. Thanks for being here. Thank you everybody for tuning in. This is another episode. We'll wrap it up. Sponsored by my real estate team, Team BC. Go to teambcsold.com for all your real estate needs. If you guys want to partner uh, with my team and you're involved in any way, shape, or form in real estate, go to partnerwithteambc.com. And lastly, if you've been hearing about modern success, uh, you can check it out at uh, briancasella.com or you can go to the link in my bio on Instagram. All right. Thanks for coming, Jose. Thanks, everybody, for listening and tuning in. We'll see you next episode, which is Wednesday at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. All right. See you guys on the next one. Peace.